Welcome to Signs from the Other Side with Fern Rone. I'm your host, Fern Rone, and this is the place to share stories of signs and messages received from those on the other side. Today we have a very special guest. Fern Rone is an author, podcast host, AfterBuzz host, and all-around wonderful person. Hi, Fern. Okay, seriously. My husband is on the other line with me. Hi, Howie. Hi, Fern. Is it good? Thank answer, you. Right? Yeah, you just said hi, Fern. <laughs> oh, I mean, hi, is it my hi. name? Is it my name, Howie? <laughs> I'm literally reading from my notes, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> my husband is literally in the other room. He's in the bedroom, and I'm in our other room. And the reason we're doing it this way is because while I love Blog Talk Radio and I'm still podcasting with them, the tech the technical difficulties with their interface was interfering with the quality of the podcast, particularly the delay in speaking with my guests. So um, we're trying a new system. It'll still be uploaded to Blog Talk Radio, but I'm not using their system. So I wanted to test it out. So my very sweet and patient husband agreed to interview me. I thought this would be a good idea um, because if the quality turns out to be crap, then I'm like, it's fine. He understands. Um, but then this will be a good way to get to know your host, Fern Rone here. Um, and we'll see if this is better than the old recording system. So Howie will actually be the host and I'll be the guest this time. And he will, um, start by asking me questions, um, about basically how this all came to be and how I'm a believer in signs and all of that good stuff. So. Hi, Hal. Hi, Fern. Thank you so much for having me. What? (laughs) I'm wondering if there's a delay on this, too. All right. Well, we'll see when it's after it's recorded. Hopefully not. Let's go through it and we'll see. All right. First of all, I'm very honored to be hosting this this show as a a celebrity guest host. So thank you for inviting me. (laughs) You're very Um, welcome. And I've really been enjoying your podcast, Science from the Other Side. So I'm excited to, to talk with you about, about this. So I'm going to start with a, with a very basic question. And what I want okay. to know, Fern, is I want you to tell me how this all began for you. Were you born okay. a believer in science or did that happen later in life? Okay. So you actually know the answer to this question, but you're doing very good. You're being a very good actor. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if... Um, Yeah, I think I was born a believer. I think some people are inclined to be more open to this kind of thing. But did I believe in signs when I was a little kid? Did I see things? Did I have an imaginary friend? No, I was not one of those kids. But my mother, as you know, is very spiritual. Um, And so just growing up, she always um, was drawn to spiritual things. She's not a religious person, but she Uh is very open to learning new things and and being open-minded um, to spirit, and then also just learning things in general. She loved Leo Biscaglia, who wrote Living, Loving, and Learning. She's always very open to um, to that kind of stuff, too. So so when I was in college, um, she told me that she was in bed reading one night, and our cat, Shelby, was sitting next to her, and she, and she squeezed Shelby's hand and Shelby's paw, and Shelby squeezed back, and then they did it again, back and forth, and it reminded her of her grandmother, because her my mom's grandma lived with them for a little while, and they shared a bed, and before they would go to sleep, they would squeeze each other's hands, 
And so mm. my mother, you know, thought of her. And then she opens um, the book she was reading. And on that page, it said Rose. And her grandmother's name was Rose. And she's like, I, I wonder if that's her. And I was like, oh, that was the first kind of story I ever heard of signs and kind of a validation. And then I went home um, from college and she was watching John Edward. And so anyone who knows me and has seen my my Facebook, Instagram, follows me on social media, I'm a huge fan. But that was the first time I'd ever, ever seen him. He had a, the show crossing over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was watching it and I was like, what is this? And then, I, you know, I got pulled in and I he was explaining how signs work and I was so intrigued. And then I, you know, my, my parents are not religious at all, but my brother and I, for some reason, we just are. So even when I came, not religious, because I'm not super religious, but I, I like going to church. I find it meditative. Um, and so even in college, I would go to church when I was home from school. Um, even in high school, my mother would drop me off and pick me up from mass. But I was in church and it was a, a time when my, my dad's sister was thinking of my Aunt Joanne. Um, I don't know if I'll ever listen to this, but I won't get too personal. But she's going through like a little bit of a hard time and I was worried about her and I was in church and I was praying for her and a little fly started flying all around my face. <laughs> and I was like, get this out of here. And I had just seen John Edward and I was like, I wonder if this is my grandmother. Like, I wonder if she's annoying me to say, like, I'm here, I'm with you. And I know mm-hmm. you're praying for my daughter. Um, so it's, so ever since then, I was like, I think my grandma's a fly and then a fly would, would make it, you know, make its presence known on, on many occasions, as you know, Howie, like, some, mm-hmm. like so many times I'm like, go away, Graham. Like there'll be a fly in the room. Um, but when my niece was born, it was the middle of February and this is on video of my sister-in-law swatting a fly in the room and saying, what is there a fly doing in a hospital in the middle of February? and swats it away so I know it's her um so that was how it really that's how it really began Hmm. you know we're we're obviously both cat lovers and it's interesting about the cat story because you always speak about the fact that there's usually two things that happen to really confirm it right so the the cat was Uh squeezing your mom's paw and and the book uh, the page Uh over the rose so I like that yeah yeah you're a good listener. You really do listen to podcasts. Yeah, I do always say that. That it's that, like just when you think like, could it be my loved one? There's always like this. Usually, always this like second validation. Like, yep, it's me. Hello? Did I bore you? No, I was on mute for one second by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this, this, we're gonna have the same problem. Okay, good. No, I want to. Yeah, I want to ask you because I was going to type, write something down. I want to ask you this question. I always find myself like a loony person, like in Starbucks, taking pictures of pennies on the floor and 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 texting them to you, <laughs> right? Yeah. And sometimes people stare at me like I'm crazy. I know. But I want I want to know. I want to know why it is that I'm actually doing that. Why am I sending you these shots of pennies all the time? Well, <laughs> because that's my grandfather. So. Well, okay, so so there was the fly, and um, after that, that was in my very early 20s, and then I went to law school, and I was very, started becoming very open to these ideas and wanting to explore more in this realm and in spirituality in general, but in this realm, so I read all of John Edwards' books. 
everyone who knows me knows I love him. I interviewed him mm-hmm. for AfterBuzz. Um, and I also read Sylvia Brown's book. And I remember, I think I was reading her book called Life on the Other Side when she was talking about um, how you can, you can never, you can possibly never meet someone in, you know, someone in your life that could have died before you were born, but you still know them. So I was thinking of my grandpa for Nicola. So he died nine months before I was born. I never knew him. I always say he died before I, born, I, before I was born. I never knew him. But I think the irony is that maybe I know him better than anyone else. Maybe he's been guiding me my whole life, and he's, and he's the person I know better than anyone else. But he hears me saying, mm. I don't know him at all. I never knew him. So as I was reading her book, I was thinking of this. And I was in Boston in law school and I was getting on the T. And so I go by Fern because my first name is Jennifer. And they're growing up in the 80s. There were there were like at least three Jennifers in every class. So my nickname became Fern. But my name is Jennifer and Jen, you call me Jen. My family calls me Jen. And at that moment, as I'm thinking this thought about my grandfather and how it's possible to know someone on the other side who you've actually never met in, in the natural a woman says, Jen, I can see it from the other side. She was looking at the <laughs> subway map, the T map. She literally said the words, Jen, I can see it from the other side. She was talking to her mm. friend, Jen, and saying that they have to get to, I guess, the other side of the platform to go where they're going. But Jen, I can see it from the other side. Still gives me chills, and I know it was a yeah. message for me. And so that's so that's my grandfather that I never knew, which I know that. It makes him smile because I think we've probably been meeting in my dreams my whole life and he's been guiding me my whole life. But that's my one grandfather. And then and then in law school, my other grandfather passed and my mom's mom. And she, my mother started finding pennies like in the weirdest places, like behind the TV or um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's that weird. <laughs> like she was cleaning and she finds pennies behind the TV. She and found them in, my, in her purse. <laughs> In weird places, like I can't. Okay, now of course I can't think of like good examples. I mean, I guess a penny could be found behind the TV. I don't know if you're like, I don't know. Um, but she was finding them in weird places. So she said to him one day in her car, alone. She said, "If it's you, if it's really you, send me three pennies and I'll know it's you." And the next day she went for coffee and there were three pennies on the counter. Mm-hmm. And so ever since then we we are like it's grandpa Lasallo, like it's the pennies and. He sends us pennies. So that's why you're mm-hmm. always taking pictures of pennies in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. But, but they, so after law school, I lived in the city. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I had, you know, jobs that were difficult sometimes. I, you know, dated a lot of frogs before I met you. And so I feel like whenever I was down about something, a penny would show up and in, in then to remind me it's going to be okay. So I remember once working on a project at work, we were literally in the office at three o'clock in the morning. I couldn't find a stapler. I was like, how is there not a stapler in this professional office? I was going through every single drawer, going through drawers of every other person's desk that wasn't mine. And I opened one and there was a penny in there. And it was, that's just one of the instances where he said, it's gonna be fine. And it was fine, it Mm -hmm. always works out. Um, so that's why you're always taking pictures of Penny. You know, it's funny. We both have a grandpa that passed 
within a year before we were both born. Yeah. And I'm and I'm named after my my grandpa Harry of the H. Um, uh huh. And I and I always feel like I have like a deep a, a, some kind of connection, a psychic connection with him that I know him, but I never knew him. It's 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 uh-huh. interesting. Uh huh. Yeah. I know I know the feeling. Mhm. So then, okay. So then, several years later, did your grandma pass? The one that you are connected with leaves. Like, isn't there a grandma that? Yeah. Is it Jean? Is it Jean? Yeah, you're doing a good acting job of not knowing what the real story is. Um, <laughs> I'm but, all professional. But what? But what I love about my grandmother really quickly is that she always kind of she was always spiritual without knowing it. You know, always went to church. Unlike my parents, you know, like she. They always went to church every Sunday. She's like a typical Italian grandma, like saying the rosary and like, you know, doing the eyes, which is not, I don't know if that's religious, but um, she's an Italian grandmother and she, but she still had a connection to the other side. Like, like I would say to her, her grandmother, her mother died before I was born, my mom's grandma, but I would say to her, how's she doing? And she's like, she's happy. She visits me. And she's like, it's so weird thinking about it now that she would say like, she had a dream about her and it seemed so real and she's doing great. She's happy. Like she was talking about her, like she was just sore the other day. So she really always kind of had that connection and she was always a little, a little psychic in a weird way. So I remember, I love this story that we, that we were going to get engaged and you got the ring, but nobody knew. And she's stealing the story from me. (laughs) <laughs> we walked in to say goodbye to her. We're going back to Chicago. And she, we were living in Chicago at the time. And she said, we walked in and she said, congratulations to you. And I thought because it was like, she was very old and cut, like losing it a little. She was, she was, you know, confused a little. Um, and we had just come from a wedding. So I think she was <laughs> confused. But she mm. said, congratulations. Which or maybe I love. she just saw. So maybe she just saw that. Maybe she just saw that like, your heart was mine, and I owned you. And she, <laughs> when you looked at me, and she could tell, and she was like, you know, oh you got I'm, I'm snagging this beautiful girl. You're so corny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that must be it. Mm-hmm. Um, so her, yeah. But, so by then she passed in 2009. So by then I was 100% a believer. I was a fly. The penny, read all the books, was in it, loved it. Like, this is so true. I love talking about this stuff with people. Um, and so before my grandmother passed, I said, you're going to send me a leaf. And she was like, like a leaf, like from a tree? Yeah. And she was like, all right. And so, um, yeah, she sends me leaves. And I, um, after she passed, um, my friend from home sent me a card, and it had leaves on it. Really pretty. Mm. Um so I was like, that's her. I know it's her. And then, and, and then other, you know, other, other, many other things have happened since then. Like I saw a pretty leaf necklace at the store I wanted and I, um, you know, went to the store to get it and they couldn't find it. They ended up finding it and I loved it. And I realized that was the day it was the anniversary of when she passed. So yeah, things, things always happen in kind of coincidences to validate it and and you kind of do know you know when it's a sign that's that you're meant to receive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah then you're then you were a believer for many years and then i want to i want to mm-hmm. ask and talk about better in the morning and the book and mm-hmm. and one of the the special things for me is that 
in the first page it says to Howie. So mm-hmm. <laughs> did you did you want to write a book because you wanted to dedicate it to your sweet husband or was it like all the adopted <laughs> highways were taken and you wanted to find another way to to dedicate something to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. No, I'm going to buy mm. you a star. You like uh, All right. <laughs> no, I I feel like I always was uh wanted to write and I love writing. And I always felt like there was a book in me or maybe more than one. And so when, after I met you, um, it kind of all, it kind of all started to crystallize and I took a a writing class in New York and that's when I worked on the outline and then eventually the book. And I, and yes, it's the story of a single 29 year old Manhattan lawyer who's guided in her dreams by her dead Italian grandparents. And she meets a very cute, bald Jewish guy who's a creative director in advertising and I everyone yes you you love to to say that it's based on us and I insist that I made I made it I mean I did make it we didn't we didn't meet on match my parents aren't divorced like the character like Veronica Bacino who's the protagonist is not really me I mean somewhat based on me and Sid is somewhat based on you but it's not our exact story I'm like I made it up I'm a writer, but, um, mm-hmm. but it is, it is a love story to you in that, um, you, ha- you helped me, you know, you come up with the premise, um, and that you're, you inspired the character of Sid and, um, and I, I think, I genuinely think that we met on 7707 and your grandmother passed three months before that or four months before that in March of seven. And I really think that Margie got to the other side. She met Angie and they were like, you got us a nice kid. I got a nice kid. Let's set up. You have a depressed lonely, you have a depressed lonely kid. I got a depressed lonely kid. (laughs) They should get some food. They're both pathetic. Yeah, they're both pathetic. I think they make a lovely pair. (laughs) And And here we, and here we are. No, I think Margie was like, match is expensive. What do you got? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what wait, happened. I, I have, um, wait, I, okay, are you done or no? Oh, wait, no, but I was just going to say that, uh, and I wanted to, remember I was having such a hard time with the title, and I went, mm-hmm. and like, I came up with so many, and the pub, my publisher, who I love, but just nixed them all, and one of them was Match Made in Heaven. It's just like, it's too on the nose, but mm. Better in the Morning could not be a more perfect title, and if anyone who reads the book knows why, but it, it's, I truly believe that that's how it works. Mm-hmm. I want to ask one other question, which is, you know, books like Conversations with God, right? The, yeah. the author will tell Love. you, will say, yeah, the author will, like, people will ask, like, how did you channel that? And, and how do you write to that? And, and they say sometimes, like, something comes over them or they're, they just get in this, like, weird other zone and they're writing like that because one thing that I thought was really special about better in the morning was how you wrote um, Salvatore and Antoinette and the, and the wisdom they had like beyond almost someone of your age, it seemed like a, mm-hmm. a wisdom of a life well uh, lived over many you mm-hmm. know, decades. And so I wonder like when you wrote them, how did that, did, was something pouring out of you that you just weren't sure where it was coming from? Yeah. So many times I would write and be like, like, I don't know where this is coming from, but it just, it needs to be written and it needs to be said and it's coming from somewhere. Yeah. I feel like they, they like 
possessed me and came out of my fingertips mm. onto the keyboard. But so many times I would wake up and be like, I have to put that in the book. Like that line has to go in mm-hmm. the book. And this is the explanation for that. Or like mm. on a run, you know, things will come to me. But I really think they're like they're coming from somewhere else. Yeah. 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 Well, that is the last question I have in my list of questions. Yeah. Wait, I thought you were going to ask about one other thing. Wait, so we covered the book. Oh, I thought you were going to ask about, I thought you were going to throw me a curveball and ask about Magoo. I'm going to throw you a curveball. Now, we have a cat named Magoo, or we had a cat that we had to say goodbye to like 18 months ago. Magoo was a plump black and white cat for most of his life, and then at the end, he was, I don't know, emaciated due to his kidney disease and that was very sad but mm-hmm. let's let's talk about Magoo because I think we both believe that he's coming he comes back and he visits and I want to ask you if you've had any specific memory specific moments where you're like that's Magoo saying hello right from, from so, the other side I really thought you were that's why I thought you were covering the page before because it was about Magoo it wasn't no I just didn't want you read oh. all, my, all my funny little jokes you <laughs> please uh, <laughs> pre-planned jokes those are always the best um yes so we had our chubby little magoo who passed in uh 2017 and so we were both very upset and when he as he was as he was going i remember saying to him you know you're gonna get to the other side and you're gonna meet peppy yuri and peppy and jamie my cousin jamie i don't know why those two names came to me um but I was like, and they're going to, you're going to be fat again, and they're going to motorboat your belly like I used <laughs> to do. And, um, and then I said, send us a bear. Like, you're our little, I always call them like our little chicken bear, or we call them like our little bunny bear, baby bear. It's so embarrassing. But every couple, so does, like everybody, so everybody, every couple has like stupid names for their pets. Um, but we he's hope. our little bear. So I said, send me, <laughs> so send me send us a bear and we'll know it's you. So then the next day we were, you know, distraught, but we drove to Ojai just to get out of the house and, and we went to Ojai in and spa, which is so beautiful. And we get there and we have lunch at a place where right next door it says Libby's, which is our other cat who passed in 2010. And we're like, Oh, he's with Libby. And that was enough for me. I was like, that's the sign. Like he's Mm -hmm. with Libby. But then you're like, no, like it has to be a bear. So then we, we, after lunch, we walked around downtown Ojai, and you were seeing a bear like in every store window. You're like, what about that? It was that? crazy. <laughs> but I was like, no, like that's, you know, when it's the sign for you, just because we're seeing a bear in a, in a store window, a ceramic bear, like that's still not it. Like, you know, when the sign is for you. And, um, you being you, you're like, if a grizzly bear walked down the street in a t-shirt that said, Magoo says hi, you would still be like, I don't know. Because I just knew that you know when you know the sign is for you. So then we went into a card store, and I was looking through the cards, and I came across a card that had a bear sitting in, like, an upright position on the cover. And I opened opened it up, and the, the line is, oh, it's on our on our refrigerator but the line was um sometimes i just sit and and ponder does it say sometimes i just sit, sometimes and ponder I sit and ponder and wonder how you're doing way off yonder over yonder yeah over yonder. when you open it, it says and wonder how you're doing way off yonder and i was like this is it like i'm buying this card this was meant to 
this was meant for us. Um, Because sometimes we'll sit and ponder and wonder how he's doing on the other side and make up stories about what he's doing over there. But that that was that nailed it. That's not the end of that story. Yeah, I know. And so I went to go pay for it, and the cashier said literally these words: "They'll help you on the other side." (laughs) (laughs) We were both like. Unbelievable. Hi, Magoo. Our little Hi, Magoo. Yeah. And then we kept on getting cards from people and notes that said, Magoo, you know, when animals pass, some people believe that they stay on the Rainbow Bridge, is it? Yeah. The Rainbow Bridge where, where your animals and your beloved pets wait for you, like when you one day pass on, that's, that's when they'll pick you up. And I remember we saw a rainbow that day, uh-huh. but it was like a chunky, uh-huh. a chunky short fat one. <laughs> it it was like full form. Yeah, it wasn't a fully formed rainbow, like an arc. It was like this, like, square, like, little chunky, like his belly. Squat like, chunker. Like, yeah, squat little but, yeah, chunky of all rainbow. Days, of all days to see a rainbow, yeah. So we were, like, Magoo's definitely on the other side, like, pulling all the, all the like, levers at the sign machine, working his butt off to come through to us. And he did. Hmm. He really did. That's pretty special. Yeah. So you did a good job. Magoo. Thank you. I had fun talking to you about this. My first <laughs> time hosting a podcast. You did a good job. Congratulations. Good job. Other than calling me uh, Fern in the beginning, you nailed it. No, I said hi, Fern, to like me as a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. And then I said, my husband's in the other room. Meet, did I say meet Fern? I meant meet Howie. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I we, we have it recorded job. so we can play it back. Um. Yes, we did. You did a great job. Thank you so much. So thank you so much to everyone, everyone listening, and everyone who's been listening, who listened to the first nine episodes. I'm so sorry about any of the technical difficulties and the delay. As I continue this podcast, I hope to have every one of those nine guests on again with a better sound quality because I feel like I owe it to them. So, um, But thank you for listening, and hopefully it just gets better from here with the quality and and any technical difficulties are now cleaned up, I hope. Um, So thank you for listening. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Fern Ronay, R-O-N-A-Y, and my website is fernronay.com. Thank you again, and sweet dreams.